You're listening to a Sales Culture Toddcast with Todd Cohen. Here's my question for you. Are we creating, this is the next of the seven. I might have lied. I think it might actually be eight. Leaders create a culture of purpose. Because as I said a moment ago, nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I'm proud to be overhead. Are we taking the time? Have you ever, do we on a regular basis, stop somebody, take a moment and say, what you do helps me help a client say yes. And I'm talking about anybody in the organization. Think of your organizations as a jigsaw puzzle. If one piece falls out, something breaks. Something is not going to happen. Something is going to break down. That piece of that jigsaw puzzle is at any time your best salesperson, your best advocate. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I can't wait to go to my job and be overhead, be irrelevant. Our job, if we're going to build that new sales culture, is to show people every day that what they do matters. I call this a culture of purpose. What's your purpose? When I talk to the people who help me do my web, their purpose is to help me help my clients make money. And I don't miss an opportunity to remind them and thank them for that. It's not about the invoice or the bill. It's about people wanting to know how they matter. Company of one, company of 10,000. Single person who helps you help a client do something is part of your virtual sales team. You see, we take the time to show people that what they do matters. Not too long ago, a client called me up and said, it worked. I said, I said okay, I'm glad. I, I, let's go backwards. Tell me what worked. He said, well, and this is, this is a colleague of mine who is a VP of sales for an organization. And he said, I bumped into one of our accountants the other day. I said, uh, okay. He said, I actually said to that accountant, when you did something that made the contract acceptable to the client, the client signed it. I said, wow. I said, how did the accountant react? He said, well, he didn't really get it until I said, in that moment, you helped the client say yes. Now that accountant is calling me saying, what can I do it again? How did that work? Let's, let's keep going. All I'm simply saying here, ladies and gentlemen, is let's take the opportunity to show people their purpose. Let's take an opportunity to show people that even though you don't realize it, you're helping the customer say yes. You see, we're constantly building that bridge between their job and the end result. And you know what's so cool about this? Is you can do this all the time because you can build a bridge between anybody and, their, and the end result, which is the customer saying yes. Again, think of your organization as a jigsaw puzzle. Every piece matters. What happens when that one piece falls out? Something doesn't get done. The next tip I want to share with you is one that I have received feedback from my client base that has changed 
conversation. It has changed how people are actually interacting with each other. It has flattened conflict. You know, we know in organizations, we can spend a lot of time going back and forth with each other. You know, my way, your way, my way, your way, I'm right, you're wrong, you're right, I'm wrong, whatever. The problem is when I'm fighting internally, you know who is suffering? The customer. And some of you who are on the last couple of business recovery podcasts have heard me say, customers feel conflict. Customers are really smart. They know when something's going down inside your walls. So this is what we do to eliminate that. This is what we do to accelerate the new culture where we're out of silos and we understand our purpose and we understand how what I do helps the customer somehow say yes. Every conversation you have, try this. Begin and end it with, how is what we're doing right now, right now, this conversation, gonna help us help a client say yes. Because if that's not the end goal, then this is noise. This is counterproductive. This can maybe be tabled for later. Ladies and gentlemen, have your world look through the lens, a different lens which says, this email thread that we have going on, this conversation, this argument, this whiteboard session, I don't care what it is, how is it going to help me, you, together, help that client say yes? You see, when we go at it through that lens, the tone and the tenor of our culture changes. Because everybody now knows one very simple principle. It's not about me and it's not about you. It's about them. Now, that's not new. I'm not here to say to you, the customer's right. No one's ever heard that before. I'm not here to talk to you about that end of customer service. What I am here to share with you is this notion that if we're going to bring people out of silos and we're going to engage them in a way that says, you matter, you help a customer say yes, our organization becomes infinitely stronger. It becomes, it becomes approachable. Please write that down. It becomes approachable. And as I recently said to a franchise client of mine, are you building a safe place for customers to come into? Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to remember this point as well. Right now, your customers, my customers, aren't hearing us the same way they heard us six months ago. They're not hearing us the way they heard us a year ago. They're hearing us through a very different lens, a very different filter. And that filter is, is this place a safe place for me to do business? Do they get me? Is this the right place? Do they all understand that I have goals to meet as well? This is an incredibly important time to demonstrate to your customers and to your colleagues that you get them and that this is a safe place. Write that down. Is doing business with me safe? That is a question that I believe passionately people have had to wrestle with. Next tip, you've heard me refer to this already. Leaders lead when every decision, when every conversation is, happens by first asking, how does this help our clients say yes? 
How does this investment help our clients say yes? How does this interaction help our clients say yes? Because you know what? When you do this, you now gently encourage and maybe even force people to think differently, to think out of their own silo, to come out of a world of self-interest, self-protection, self-preservation that so many people are in right now as they were in 2008. And they come out of that world and they say, wait a minute, my job security is enhanced, is enhanced. If I show how what I do drives revenue, if I show a connection to the customer's situation, watch what happens when we change the mindset and behavior. Hey, look, we're all consumers. Nobody wants to feel that when we're talking to somebody, it's, hey, you know what? Talk to the hand. I got my own problems. You know what? This is not my problem. Nobody wants to feel that. We know what that feels like. We know that's not what we do. Next tip is leaders understand the three most damaging words. The three most damaging words to you as a person, to you as a company, to you as a salesperson, because we're all in sales. I'm just the. I'm just the. You know what you're saying when you say that? Go somewhere else. This isn't a safe spot. You've made a mistake by coming to me. You know what? I'm in a silo. I don't care about sales. My paycheck is okay. We all know those people. Today, more than ever, is an exquisite, extraordinary time, extraordinary opportunity <laughs> to show people how they matter, to show people simply by saying, you're not just the, you freaking matter, and I can't do it without you. As a sole practitioner, as a company of one, I'm HR, I'm legal, I'm the dog sitter, I'm the vacuumer. The other day, I decided to reorganize my company. I wrote myself a great letter. I said, dear Todd, you did a great job of reorganizing your company. Sincerely yours, Todd, HR manager. And I hit reply and I said, Todd, you are brilliant. Thank you for the compliment. Sincerely yours, Todd, CEO. I printed it out, I put it in my file, and I moved my chairs around, I reorganized. I'm a company of one. The reality of it is, when any of my vendors, my partners, my collaborators, say to me, I'm just the, I say, no, 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 you're helping me help my clients say yes. Nobody wakes up and says, I wanna be irrelevant. Those are the three most damaging words to a company. So what are some sales killing diseases? These are diseases that, frankly, the pandemic has made easier to say, has made it easier for us to recede into that silo. Hey, not my job-itis, not my job. I'm just the, not my job-itis, man. I'll tell you what, even in good times, we see people getting attacks of not my job-itis. And you know what cures that? Well, it's not getting rid of them, it's not firing them, it's not yelling at them, and it's not disciplining them. It's saying no. What you do matters and here's why. Here's how what you did helped our client make money. I know as salespeople, as business owners, we feel like we've got the world on our shoulders. I know I did. I know I do every single day. I'm a company of one, you'll hear me say that over and over again. 
On March 15th, I had an entire year of keynotes ready to go. I had my year almost virtually booked. March 27th was my birthday. March 28th, my phone rang and 80% of my business evaporated. Well, the 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and it sort of went on for about two weeks. The reality of it is, this is how I felt. I speak to sales professionals all over and they say, right now I feel like I got the world on my shoulders. I got my company that is, that's in panic mode and I've got you know, my clients that are in panic mode and I've got everybody not listening to me. Well, the job is, your job is to rebuild, reinvigorate how people engage with you to help you help the client say yes. Here's such an important point that I'm not inventing. This was told to me by my clients, many of my clients. And I'll say this again and again. Is your business a safe zone? Is it a place where people feel they have me, they get me? They're not just trying to sell me, they get me. Uh, this is one of my favorites. Hey, we've been all been hearing this for years. Hey, that's a sales issue. That's a sales issue. And usually that's a sales issue is followed with not my job. Well, guess what? Yeah, no, not so much, ladies and gentlemen. It's no longer a sales issue. It's an us issue. Write that down. If you remember nothing else, I hope you remember a lot from today. But if you remember nothing else from today, now you'll hurt my feelings if you say that's all you remember, but I'll, be, I'll survive because this is important. It's an us issue. If one of my vendor partner collaborators says, look, Todd, that's not on me, that's on somebody else. I'm like, no, 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 that's an us issue. Not too long ago, I was having a conversation. It was an unpleasant conversation with somebody who does some work for me on the graphics side. And I asked her a question about a certain piece of work that she was designing for me. And her answer was, well, that's not my thing. And, I, and my response, as you can imagine, was, really? No, no, that is your thing because right now, your job is to help me help a client say yes. Otherwise, we're in a silo from each other. Now, I'll tell you, she looked at me and apologized and said, I'm sorry, I'm feeling a lot of stress today. I got a lot of projects on my desk. And what she did in that moment, through her vulnerability and her humility and her acknowledgement that it wasn't my issue, it's an us issue, was she guaranteed that I'll continue to use her again and again and again. She made herself for me in that moment a safe place, a safe partner, a safe vendor, a safe collaborator. To hear more exciting Toddcasts or to book Todd live for your event, please visit toddcohen.com slash book dash Todd. That's toddcohen.com slash book dash Todd or call 866-515-9445.